Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Uh, hey, Mimi. Oh, hey, Gigi. When you're driving around, just seeing the town. Sitting bored at home, feeling all alone. Fill up the glass, pick out a glass. We got the tea, we got the sauce. Get queerified. Okay. Yeah. Let's get queerified. Ho, 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 I'm Gigi Gorgeous Claus. And I'm Mimi Claus, and welcome to our Queerified Podcast. All of our queer elves are running around taking your queries for our hotline. This is our Queerified Christmas special. Right before our two-week break, before we're back on January 5th of the next year. What are you doing for the break? Oh, roasting chestnuts by the fire, rocking around the Christmas tree, and going... Selling pussy in Iceland. That was a naughty elf. And going house to house caroling for all of our neighbors. What are you doing, Mimi? I don't know, but today we are being very naughty, naughty, naughty. Today we're bringing you the naughtiest of the naughties. She would even take a bag of coal as a present. But the bag would be Balenciaga. Oh, and one of the elves just reminded me, our hotline. Put our elves to work and call us at 1-844-QUERIES. Ho, 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 that's Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Leave us your naughtiest, naughty, naughty questions, and nothing is off limits in 2022. Let's make this year more real, more raw, and more queer than ever. Before we continue, we just want to say thank you for making this space even safer, these questions more honest, and the queerness even more queer. We've had so much fun thus far on our first season of Queerified and can't wait to show you what we have up our sleeves for season two in 2022. Thank you for taking us to the top of the charts in so many countries and so many of your homes across the world. I can't believe people listen in the Himalayas. Namaste, Himalayas. (laughs) I would need a ton of frizz serum to visit you. Oh my God, back to the elves. They're gagging, the queries keep rolling in. Do the reindeers have their carrots? Heels up on the sleigh. She is controversial, commercial, universal, and funny. Gather around the Christmas tree, everyone, and grab your Spike Talk cocoa because we've got a present for you. And her name, Willem Belli. Land the sleigh, land the sleigh. We're here with Willem. Once upon a time, not long ago. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Santa's hitting it. Hi, Willem. How are you? Hi, Mimi. How are you? Good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry How's Crystal. California? Happy Hanukkah. Happy mm-hmm. Shaka Hanukkah. Uh-huh. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Whatever Boxing you celebrate. Day. Happy holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's giving happy holidays. How are your holidays so far, Willem? What Hol- can you give us that's Christmassy or holiday? Holiday all the way. Very, very She's, good. Uh, slaying them bells, doing Christmas shows. I have right now a week's worth of shows left. I do Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, Orlando, Savannah, Louisville. 
very, Tennessee, uh, very and then cold, back cold here. states. They, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you kidding? It's in Florida. Uh huh. Florida, Florida will be, it'll be chilly at night, but she'll be uh, on the beach definitely during the day. Okay, work, work. Um, a warm Christmas at the beach. Mm-hmm. Showing under boob. Under boob. Under, under boob, of course. I mean, it's not Christmas unless you have a jacket on with under boob. It's LA, of course. <laughs> Did you describe what you're wearing right now? <laughs> it's giving athleisure, giving very uh, Gotham fighter. I'm getting tank girl, but also... Tank uh, girl? Tank girl. Tank? Yeah. <laughs> It's a movie, not like a size. Uh, oh I'm not God, saying I you're was a like, tank. Whoa, should I change? But you are a tank. <laughs> I can see you put it away. This is what Willem always says. I we were at a party like two days ago, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get too drunk." He goes, "You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you say exactly? This did I, happen. I said you're a tank. Uh huh. Yeah. You can just put it away. It yeah. Oh my you. God. But I mean, like, you have to. Tank Girl was a cute movie where Lori Petty was like this, like it was a comic book adapted movie, and she wore like crop tops, and she was like real sporty, like Sporty Spice, but meets like. Powderpuff Girl. It is Sporty Spice like meets that. Powerpuff Girl. That's what I'm giving. That's very Tank Girl too. Okay, You'll I'm giving Tank Girl. You'll see it on Gigi's Instagram. This Tank Girl look. Where's it it's from? So cute. it's from Namelia. They actually I sent love it them. To me. I have their stuff. Yeah. Remember that one um, purple and blue like harness thing I tried to get you to try on once? I think so. It's Pastelli. That's them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do good stuff, and they do like hardware, like in the shape of actual dicks, like silver dick hardware and they're all about like sexual freedom and like this jacket right now has um like uh the male and female like the yeah, circle those. with the arrow and the cross it has it on both so it's very trans and I, I love their brand it's really fun but willem let's get let's get real you're you gonna ask what i have on oh what let's describe what willem has on from the bottom <laughs> from we the have bottom the Tamisha Iman, white patent sneaker pump. A classic, a staple. Honestly, they're very comfortable. The padding inside is great. I got them in five weeks after I ordered them. I don't usually wear them out of the house, but I was like, this is Gigi Gorgeous. I'm going, her house is going to be clean and lovely. Not worried about the the shoe. Um, but and it looks great. I have the same ones. This is the Instagram outfit I clicked on and I was like, I'm going to get it. Because I was like, I like ombre. And I think I'm going to cut it up and then like do one of the things where you twist the things, like slice it. Oh, like, very uh, Jersey Shore. Very that, very yes. that. But let's, okay, so you are, the reason I feel like you are so perfect for Christmas is because of your song, Ho, 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 Ho. Ho, 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 Ho. It is just mm-hmm. so iconic, so amazing. Anybody who doesn't know it, literally get on it because it'll be in your head for at least the week after you hear it. All all winter, for sure. It's one of those songs that it's just so catchy and Christmassy. It's like, how do you be festive, but also fuckable, like holiday whore. It's one of those things where you want to nail for like a party. Yes. You need, it's that balance between like, oh, my mom's here, but also somebody's fucking me mm-hmm. or at least fingering me. Um you know, so it's it's that song for me. The lyrics are everything. They're so raunchy. Mark, what's one of your favorite lyrics? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, the a title. Classic. Okay. A classic. Can you can you sing it for us, please? Um, how does it go? Once upon no, a time, Gigi. Gigi will sing it for us. Oh no, get Tiffany. She knows it. She starts oh. playing it in August. It's like, and I was hitting it. Then Santa Claus me off his go bucket list all in the snow, and I was getting it. All on the flow. It's nasty, but it's everything. Yeah. It's just so, so iconic. If we all fuck, I want presents. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. my favorite line. Yeah, that's you a pretty good it. one. Yeah. Because who doesn't like presents? Hello. Presents. I like giving and getting. Mm-hmm. My presence is the presents. It's you, giving. It's giving presents. It's giving presents. It's giving presents. <laughs> Stop. So annoying. Oh my god. Live from New York City. <laughs> it's giving. 
<laughs> How did you guys meet? Oh gosh, I, a decade ago, I was paid to ridicule Gigi uh-huh. because there was this company called whatever that I was working for, and they were so excited to meet with you on something, and then you canceled the meeting, but like you had on your story that you were shopping, and they were like, she, I was like, there's someone that came to LA and then why are you telling another person about this? You know, I forget about this. Yeah. It's so strange. And they were like, so we're doing the videos and really go in on them. I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah. It. Is this the pomegranate? Yeah. Okay. This like is the pomegranate. early okay. days. I remember seeing Willem online. A few people had sent me this, this story, um, or this, this YouTube video that she was doing. And it was saying, I was doing a red makeup look, but of course I was trying to be descriptive with my eyeshadow. So I was like, Oh, it's more, it's not no much, so, so much of a red or, or a pink. It's, it's more of a, a pomegranate. And she's reading me online being like, bitch, is it, is a pomegranate? It's pink. It's giving pomegranate actually. Right. And it was giving very bully, but I thought it was really, really funny. And Mark, we would talk about this. What color is this wire? She's funny. Pomegranate. Now, now she's a pomegranate. That's a pomegranate. Not to make it about myself, but like that was a huge moment in my life where I, I realized what jokes were. I was like, oh, like that's not real. Like that's a joke. It's a funny. Like I don't think that was malicious because you never took it as malicious. And I was I was upset at first. And then you were like, what do you mean? It's funny. Like, and I was like, oh. Oh, that's a joke. Like, you know, not like a knock knock, but a funny. So that was yeah. very like a it's moment nice to in know my that from life. the start she's always been able to like, you know, just laugh at everything. Take a joke, yeah. Yeah, and you usually make it first too. You're funny. I do. I mean, we're hello. always telling her she should do stand up. Oh my god, no, I could never. I did actually did stand up one time, but I turned it into more of like a story. Like that's the same thing. But it wasn't like punch, punch, punch. How I think that it should be. Okay. Like how I like sure. he- hearing it, but. I think it'd just be so nerve wracking. And you're such a comedian that you just like are like what like you say a joke, but then you move right along Mm -hmm. and it's not right along. (laughs) Like if you missed it, you missed it because I've got another. And I love that about your like humor. (laughs) It's everything. It's it's, every like fruit is picked. Nothing is left on the floor with Willem every single uh, time. uh, I'll chew it up and spit it out and give me the war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, scenery, I'll eat it. But you guys are so fun to be around too. Oh my God, thanks. I feel like people actually don't know that we spend so much time together. Like a lot of trips that I've been on, right? Like Mm -hmm. we've gone on together. Like we've, like we spent my bachelorette together um spring san fran mexico rome and not even places but like moments in your life yeah like yeah. big like things and it's like events. we don't yeah i always weddings think, abortions all of it um yeah another abortion procedures transitions, transitions gender confirmation detransition coming out of closets <laughs> redoing closets california closets we have a new bar nook we have a new bar nook. what's your favorite memory together i like going to Gigi's fridge because she always has good drinks I took a pineapple juice for later. And it's always so pretty, yeah. too. I didn't even like, know I had so that. Much. She has so many <laughs> options and beverages, yeah. You know, it makes down there taste good, so that's always fresh. I think my favorite memory is when we were all... I mean, this is maybe not favorite. This is maybe just, like, most fun, I guess. When we were all getting tattoos in Mexico. We rented this huge house, and it was, like, uh, so many of us. That just came up on my time hop. Did it? Mm-hmm, because the thing that came up was... Uh, the tiger in my arm. Oh yes, and little you in baby. The background. Yeah, we got a little baby tiger, a little baby puma. Kind of controversial, yes, but like it was literally a freshly born puma. It and they were delicious, hand. not chewy at all. Not not like we had thought. 
<laughs> a delicacy. And I thought that was so fun. It's like we got tatted together on vacation. It's just like, it Wait, was just really- Wait, what did really, you get, Gigi? I got This Is Everything, my movie title on my ribs. Work. With the That's two partners one. that I had in it, their initials in it. And I sent it to them and they were like, oh my God, what did you do? I'm like- not a mistake. Don't worry. Wait, <laughs> like, not it's cute. partners. Partners. Well, Adam and Scott, the I people who like say, really like, worked on partners? it with me. Well, on the movie, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're right. You're that's true. That's correct. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're What's right. your favorite memory with Willem? Because we've also spent a lot of time together, the three of us, at the Bachelorette. We were medicated, very medicated. Oh, it was like wait, I wore hair, wore hair, green hair on, yep. a real good D-squared sandal, mm-hmm. and then she posed in the pool with it. I can always tell mm-hmm. you what I was wearing. I can't. I, I, I can't forget it because, again, I was medicated, and I just had taken a shower, and I was feeling my hair because it was wet, and all of a sudden, I felt a bald spot, the size of, like, a toonie. I don't know, if you're American, like, two inch in diameter, and I had a bald spot, and I looked at Tiffany, and I said, Tiffany... I have a like I have a bald spot. And she no, goes, and it wasn't it wasn't just a bald spot. It was skin. It, it was, was as it. It was a coin size, like a loony. Everyone from mm-hmm. from Canada that size, shiny, shiny skin. Like there was skin. never hair there. Yes. Skin. And Get I said, out Tiffany, there for the alopecia community. Yes. It, um, long story short, it was alopecia, but it was right when Willem was coming in. And we were all excited. We were like, oh my God, Willem's coming. Willem's coming. It's like 2 a.m. She's coming. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, it was and late. I'm was like, ga- yeah. like Willem's there, like telling us to try the shoes on. I'm gagging. I have alopecia. I just found out. So that's probably my favorite moment is just the craziness of it all. But it's grown back. No, oh, it's gone. It's gone. And my doctor said it was just the stress. It's autoimmune, right? You always say that it's exactly. autoimmune. I thought you were it's kidding, an, but it really no, is. No, it's an autoimmune disease. It's probably brought on by stress because, as you know, your wedding was very stressful in all of us. Was it? And was oh, it? I'm I had joking. Fun. That was a joke. I mean, I was good. <laughs> no, that was a joke. That was a joke. That it was amazing. So you actually just came back from the West End. Uh-huh. Doing Death Drop. Yeah, I did I did it in London for eight weeks, and then we did seven different cities for another eight weeks. And then hopefully you it'll toured? be a movie. Oh, uh-huh. a movie. Yeah. Oh, it could be everything. That. We'll go to space, underwater. Of course. Yeah, Death Drop, Death Drop in Hell, wherever. Okay, so it's this is, it's basically like the Broadway, Mark was explaining to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it's Broadway, the Broadway version of London. Yeah, basically. So how was mm-hmm. that for you? Because I know that you're like such a performer and I think it's like really interesting because you are like so out there. But I feel like it's something else when it's, you know, a long form live with lines. And, and it's also West that. End, which is serious. Like Broadway's fun and campy. Like West End, they are serious actors and actresses on the West End. Like they take it seriously there. Yeah, definitely. Um Judy Dench wanted to meet Latrice and they shared a dressing room for one night. What? Like there was an off night and the theater had Judy Dench doing a show there and she requested an audience with Latrice and Latrice was in the dressing room with her. Did she give it to her? Like what was, what was it? Yeah. And they took a picture and everything and Judy Dench knows who Latrice is. Oh my God. Iconic. It, It felt very English theater, very iconic. Um, but I really liked it because I didn't have to make many decisions. It was the same same outfit. You like that. Same song. I, it was nice to have stability in my life. It was the first time I ever had a job that long. Right. Because I, I assume that you like to change everything. Your look is always changing. Your your look is very chaotic. Like everybody like that has seen her. It's always accessories. It's always colors. It's always stones and glasses. Yeah. It is though. Like shit it's always shit. something else going on. Yeah. So I, I would assume that you As would I hate bevel, that. I sit on the couch and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. pageant girl. <laughs> 
that was nice though like not having to make the decisions and like getting routine like working out the same time every day eat trying to eat the same stuff the touring was hard because that's like foraging every day finding something new to eat wherever you are some hotels don't have fridges so you're there for a week and you're like eating out of bags and boxes and like fuck it's cold and raining we're spoiled in la you know truly when it rains here i'm like praise the lord but back home it was never that yeah i love doing the west end though thanks for asking did you have any like funny mishaps on stage or moments um did i have anything bad happen they're no not terrible oh she's like, a professional there, there was some pyrotechnics that were supposed to go off that a couple times didn't we had to kick but some, no one notices that stuff yeah, in the audience knew, no. honestly the smoke went but the fire didn't um the only bad thing we had was someone threw a bottle on stage and they had to be ejected <gasps> did it hit anyone it rolled up to the writer's feet who's also uh the one of the maids in it and you could have slipped on that yeah, it didn't burst open or anything, but like someone threw it at like this part in the scene where like it was just quiet on stage and we're like, what? What kind of weird heck? Throw a tomato like the rest of us. Right? Grab some day old fruit, some produce. Like, what? Yeah. So that was weird. That is weird. What's your um? What's your dream role after doing something like this? Would you do it again? And if okay, so, yeah, what I'll would you like? It. What like iconically, what would you see yourself as? Like who would play her <laughs> kind I of vibe? I mean, I think this is my dream role that I'm doing right now. It's everything I've ever wanted. When I was a little kid, I wanted to like be one of the backup dancers in Chicago. I was obsessed with all that jazz and Fosse and all that. Um, and I was like, I want to tour around the country and just wear black and like slink around and dance. And now I kind of wear like great blue things, which is my favorite color. Uh -huh. And I like sing some numbers in a show and we tell some jokes and a drag queen wrote it. So it's like, it's all an all queer production, right? all queer behind the scenes. Um, stage management was lesbians. They always have their shit together. It was amazing. It, the tour was like flawless. I loved it. I had so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. I hope we get to do it again. I hope I get to see it. Selfishly. It'll, it'll come to America soon. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to take it in. Mark, you need to be there. You guys are both musical oh, yeah. theater queens now in my head. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, duh, of course. I remember yeah. one time I told Willem. Courtney, I was like, take your break. <laughs> <laughs> wait, do you know where that's from, Gigi? Uh, no, I thought you meant Courtney Act. But also <laughs> relevant, yeah. Legally she can take Blonde. Her too. She, no, wait, it's from Legally Blonde, you? the musical. There's a... Um, no, I replaced her in the West End show. <laughs> oh, um, work, work, work. Oh, my God. Can we get into that for a second? Yeah, After sure. you say, yeah, yeah. She, um, <laughs> in Legally Blonde, the girl's like, uh, is this uh, a half-loop ham on China Silk? Oh, yes. No, it's not because we're a fucker. And then the lady, the sales lady, the manager comes out and she's like, sorry, she hasn't been feeling well. Courtney, take your break. <laughs> <clears throat> I take care of my blessed Courtney, take care. <laughs> yes, she hasn't been well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But you replaced Courtney. Yeah. She got ran out. No, she reviews, got run obviously. down and ran out. Uh, <laughs> no, Did she? The, the whole town shut down because of COVID, so they never got out of previews. So then they they cut an hour from the show, put different music in it. I got to sing an original song by these hilarious comedians called Flo and Joan, who are crazy. They have an Amazon show. They're really funny. Um, the music was great. I mean, from what I've seen, you're the perfect fit. It's everything. I just can't wait to see it in real life for myself because there's nothing like the real deal, you know? I think I got a bootleg. Oh, really? Oh, work. Mm -hmm. Oh, can't wait. That's a theater. That's a theater mm -hmm. night. Vocally, Join the theater. who's stronger, you or Courtney? <laughs> no, Courtney's an amazing singer. I love her. She has a song called Body Parts. It's just like, it's on my dick playlist. I have a dick playlist. Do, do you have a dick playlist? Like for sex? Yeah. 
I don't. I like music to be played for me. I don't really like. Oh, okay. Just, that's fine. Moby and John Mayer. Ooh. Heartbreak Mo- Warfare. Moby? You listen to whale music? It's like, it's it's hard to explain. It's very like 90s, alternative, like sexy, slow, uh, dirty. Oh, oh, you like to ride it. Or Brits, uh-huh. the photo shoots. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. so that's what it is. Yeah, you you feel you know you know what I'm, you feel Speaking me. Speaking of dick playlist, how is how how would you compare the men from the UK to because you spent so much time there to the states where you live? Um, they have accents and everything they say sounds mm. so much better and sexier. And you're like, ooh, say it again and put it in deeper. Uh huh. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Do you think they have that they have better manners? Because they, they probably think that you have an accent as well. Do you think they think that that's sexier? I mean. I, I in my head I have a lack of an accent, right? Because we're, them, we're narcissists. An yeah, um, <laughs> but they think we have accents. They're so weird. Yeah, they are crazy. I'm like, what's yeah. your what's accent? What's wrong with them? Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> oh my god, you should fix your accent. Fix your, like, fix your mug. Fix your voice. <laughs> are they nicer? Are they cuntier? Are they more straight like to the point? I feel like they're crazier. Like I feel when I think of like London, especially like I think of like drunk, hardcore, crazy, like like party, mm-hmm. right? A lot Is that of what they're um, like. I, I would watch people cross the street wondering, are they going to make it to the other side? Because they were so drunk. They pub, go off. Pub, pub culture is a thing. They stand on the corners. They drink a beer. Are people even sober there? Is that a thing? I don't know. I feel like people don't get sober I mean, there. I didn't drink while I was there. In LA. I mean, of course. But you're like an LA girl. I feel like people that are born and raised there, they don't get sober. That's just not culture. They, to they them. don't know what sober is. Right. They're like, oh, so I'm moving. I'm a loser. Because I feel like it's it's a part of like the culture there to like really go out and get yeah. drunk yeah definitely yeah i love that you don't drink though because you're just my drug girl you know that's how i see you in my head like she's a pot girl she loves it she'll have something in her purse i got a blunt what is this? i blue love blue it blue and i rarely blue. smoke weed but like i'm forever when i'm with willem i'm like i'll take a hit it's a fine. moon rock pre-roll right it's the best best weed exactly <laughs> my nails match my my blunt Speaking of UK, there was some controversy about Drag Race UK because um, this is fact. We've now confirmed that it was filmed in 10 days. Oh, I heard about this. Wait, it's been confirmed? No, it's not. (laughs) We're just being stupid. Got it. (laughs) And you were kind of in the controversy, like right in the middle of that. Was that not crazy? Like, why did that blow up so much? Because people need something to talk about. God bless them. Like, you know, it was such a hello. passing comment that you said, like, I, I heard it was um, filmed in 10 days. And all of a sudden it was like, well, I'm sad it was filmed in 10 days. Wait, did you say it first? It mm-hmm. was filmed in. Oh, I just thought it was like a random headline. No, it's it's one of those things that someone picked up on Reddit. And then another one of the contestants tweeted something about it, like doubting it. Not that she was there the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's we we have a podcast called Hot Goss Alaska and I we literally gossip. Right. We're not saying everything's like true. We're drag queens. Right. Of course, we're not going to. Um, we're on a court of We're law. not going to check sources. Right. We're going to say, you got a screenshot? Just tell me. Yeah. Like, I want to believe that it wasn't filmed in 10 days, though, because I feel like things take so long, unless it's like a short season. They definitely did do some episodes in, uh, as one dayers. Wow. But people are saying, oh, just because they said, but she, she said the next day in the workroom in the interview, it's like, you have to say that. Right. Because like, you're just fed it. You're just yeah. like, you're lost. Your brain is much. Did they give the girls Ritalin? How did they work them to the bone that much? I don't know. But the mental health coordinator said this would be his last season there on that show. Because they worked them to the bone. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's, That's And this is from two different people, from a wow. really reliable person. 
and um no and then some other some other girls at a party really reliable people some girls at a party girls from <laughs> right. season two and season one of drag race over there told me oh my god see i don't keep up as much as i should that's for oh, damn I sure I, I well i keep up with canada's drag race too i saw you on there oh so my pretty. god i keep up with it too so pretty it's a good one thanks willem how dare you go on brooklyn's show looking better than her by the way wait I let's talk know. about that gg can okay. we talk about that dress how dare you i mean text I didn't, her an apology i heard metallics and i said i want to be dripping in gold when i saw uh-huh. her i said wow she's really bringing it when she saw me she said wow you're really bringing it she said wow you look nice too <laughs> so we were both like we look amazing i remember you were showing people like queens um like a former contestants on the show and they were like was brooklyn mad like how mad was brooklyn it was like you're so mean Gigi. why would you no, do she's that? not like that i feel like everyone wants to like pin people against each other but like brooklyn fucking served if she you did, watch this did. season like, you can't yeah, she, she has gave. nothing to complain. Like, she has at nothing all. To complain. That leopard dress with the yellow corset. Mm. All of it. Like, mm. she really, like, did shit that was so out of the box. Like, she should be so proud. I was just happy to look pretty on my little episode. My one little episode of the ball. Episode. But no, Brooklyn is going to get fired because RuPaul will not have this. Like, this is not going to go on for any longer. Yo. RuPaul's mad. She looks too I've... good. It's way too good. Yeah, she it's looks rude. too good. This is probably a question you get a lot, but we have to say in the Queerified podcast, obviously RuPaul's Drag Race is a competition to find the best drag queen ever. You're one of the best. Would you ever go back on the show? I think the the tag is, their aim is to find America's next drag superstar. Mm-hmm. And just because you don't win doesn't mean that, you know, you can't be America's next drag superstar. Every season it creates multiple girls who go on to have careers that are still like, you know, out there working. My season, Latrice... Chad, me, we're all still doing it 10 years later, thriving, growing. Um, So I think they did find some superstars. And I think that like, I might be in that galaxy somewhere. So yeah, I don't see a reason to go back and be judged for stuff right now, especially if I'm not in control of, you know, I just feel like you would be though. No, I I don't. I'm also a liability to the people that produce it. They wouldn't be able to trust me. And rightly so. I mean, I've done some (laughs) stuff that's really funny, but probably not so commendable in on brand for them yeah and like mm-hmm. getting to work with the people that i want to work with at this point means a lot to me and like i don't like how they treated a lot of people that i know fundamentally so i don't i don't ever see myself working with them again god bless them they make some great tv i love i love to watch their shows i'm not a fan of everybody that works there period and um rupaul is god <laughs> definitely i mean you definitely are one of the the funniest like best drag queens i think a lot of people will agree with that like you're definitely top 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 i know and i think you don't need to go back i think it'd be fun for you to go back if you did like celebrity or whatever but you know i think as long as you have things in control like that's why people go on the show to get careers to yeah. be in control of their own life so if, if you if you're w- ready to give up control for some what godforsaken reason then you could do that but i don't think that you need to yeah, like no. ever i'd go on like a, i'm a celebrity get me out of here or like a celebrity big brother bullshit. would you do big brother i've never seen it but like if courtney did it it can't be that hard uh, hello and she won too i yeah. mean oh my god well she did have that great stunt with the skirt falling off was it a great stunt oh i thought it was great i For, gagged straight people straight people were like gag but we knew that she planned it yes yeah we're like she never tapes otherwise she wears those dirty colored pads they're like bike shorts that are puce colored it, it was a gag definitely. yeah she she gagged she was great so I, I would definitely do something like that that kind of reality show uh-huh i would love to go on big brother with you or like even like uh 
Do they still do Survivor? Is I wanted to apply for Amazing Race with Raya. Amazing Race. Oh my God, you guys would kill it. <laughs> yeah. I if it was like would. Amazing Race, sex workers on the run. Because you guys would like give head for, for plane tickets. Oh, for sure. In a second. <laughs> like you'd save your money. Do you want to use this money. as drug mules or fuck toys? <laughs> How about both? But it would work though. Like you yeah. guys would get really far. Oh my God, of course. So many miles. Wow. Okay. Well, you guys heard it here first. <laughs> Willem is going on Amazing Race. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> All right. So, Willem, thank you for speaking with us. We talk to uh, or we take questions from um, our hotline. Ooh. Our, mm-hmm. our queries. Your hotline blings. Our hotline, one eight four four queries Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Um, do you want to stay with us? $39 a minute. Shipping and handling applies. She's, She's toll free. free. She's toll free. <laughs> oh. Do you want to stay with us? Will you she stay with us? She took a toll. Yeah, I definitely will stay with you. Okay. We'll be back right after this short break. All right, we are back with none other than the one, the only, Willem. Hey. <laughs> that was Willem. <laughs> Who is that man? <laughs> and we are going to hop on and answer some of your queries. You guys can call us, of course, on our hotline at one eight four four queries That's Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Call and ask us anything. Nothing is off limits. Are we ready to jump in? Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Here we go. Our first query. Hi, Gigi. Hi, Mimi. This is Leslie from New York City. First off, I just have to say how much I am so grateful for both of you. You are such an amazing duo. You are such an iconic duo at this point in our time. And I'm just so grateful for the positive representation that you're bringing to the LGBTQ community. So I just wanted to say thank you first and foremost. So my wife is an amazing transgender woman and she just hit eight months of hormone therapy. And I recently came out as non-binary, and my pronouns are she, they, going more on the they side. And I want to make sure that I am fully present and making sure I'm taking care of myself and my gender journey, but I'm not losing sight of what my wife might be going through with her dysphoria. So my question is, for both Gigi and Mimi, how can we make sure that we're balancing care and attention for our partners, but also making sure we're not putting our own journeys on the back burner with our gender identities. Uh, Specifically me, I've been having, you know, some hard days and I want to make sure I'm being fully true to myself and representing the way I've always wanted to represent. So any advice would be greatly appreciated. And again, I adore both of you so much. You are such an amazing duo and I'm so grateful to have your incredible podcast so thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you both so much. Mwah. Leslie, thank you so much. That was so cute. Thank you for being a listener. And I love you so much. You're everything. Um, the question was, how do you take care of yourself when you also have to take care of your partner who's going through things? Um, Gigi, you have, I feel like this is very close to your story. You've transitioned and so has your husband. Do you have any yeah. advice for Leslie? Oh, How to take abso- care of yourself. Absolutely. So this is something, of course, when you love somebody else, like you just really want to give them all of your attention. You want to make sure that they're they're fine. And you might think even uh, coming out as non-binary, it might be kind of put on the back burner when it comes to somebody who's transitioning. That may seem bigger than you. But the thing is, you need to find your little therapy moment. That's what I do, at least, literally, personally, when I do my makeup, when I spray tan, when I shave, when I 
do my hair. That's my reflection period. And that's my selfish time. You need to find your selfish time, but also be completely open and like communicative with uh, your partner. She's going through a lot. She definitely has dysphoria. It's probably not going to go away. A lot of trans people have dysphoria for the rest of their lives. It's just something that happens. But if you have her back and she has your back and you guys are warriors together, there's nothing you can't take on. And I think that that's really, really important for you to just really take care of yourself, but also just be there for her. Ask her how she's feeling when, when you're out in public, be like, yo, that's my wife kind of vibe. Like put that out there. So people are like, oh, I'm scared of those two. They're everything, you know, like, wow, that's a couple I don't want to fuck with. Like give off that. Cause that will make you guys stronger in the end. Will, what would you say? I think everything that they said to us in that note, you know what? I think they should get their partner to listen to this podcast. Oh. Boom. So there you go. I, everything that she said, she meant. So if you're listening, I think that would be helpful because she, she, they were so descriptive. I think that her, their partner deserves to um, just hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Open lines of communication is the second best open thing you can have on your body. Other than your whole. Your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Gigi and I, maybe this is surprising, but we're extremely different in relationships. Um, You don't need to tell me to be selfish because I'm selfish in my relationship all the time. (laughs) I think, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I think that you really have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else. And that is so cliche. But I can't sacrifice taking care of myself because I, I, I will spiral. Like, I will just not be a normal person if I don't take care of myself. So please take care of yourself. It's okay to be selfish. Like, your partner, your your wife will be so much happier if you're happy. That's what I just think of. Like, okay, I just need to be happy. I need to keep the spirits up and that will radiate. Even if they don't take out the trash. Well, I'd have my pills. Um, but You fuck guys <laughs> named William or Bill? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Why William or Bill? He said I have my bills. Oh, I thought he said pills. Oh, pills. Mm-hmm. I thought he said bills. That I was have like, my mm-hmm. pills. Um, yes, yeah, so that's another one. Leslie... Go to therapy, go see a therapist, go see um, a psychiatrist. I feel like sometimes it is easier to talk to somebody just like your question. Maybe you felt more comfortable talking to us rather than her. And like sometimes you just need to let it out and then you go to the person you actually want to say the shit to. Leslie, have your wife call us, please. Thank you. Next caller. Hey, Gigi. Hey, Mimi. This is Kayvon calling from Los Angeles, California. And I was just wondering for the both of you and whatever special guest is on... What is your favorite, like, hygiene ritual? Or, if you don't want to answer that, what's your shower routine like? What do you like to do? <laughs> Sorry, that's weird. I don't, I'm just curious because I've just been getting into a lot of self-care recently. I'm just curious. So let me know. Love you both. Bye. Kayvon, that is not weird at all. You are here with me and then these two beauty gurus. Tell me about that shampoo bottle you put up your ass, Mark. (laughs) Right? I feel like it was turning kind of sexual. He had three hotel mini shampoos up his ass at the wedding. And I said, that's not Uh, how you clean. And made us take pictures. And then he he shot them out. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And I got, he goes, do it on slow-mo. Put him back in. I was like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, he said, use your foot. Hold it open. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, I remember it. Well, and then there was a little conditioner <laughs> up there too. All complimentary. Let's, okay, let's talk about our hygiene. Kayvon wants to know. I use Dove soap and baby lotion and that's it. My mom was a nurse and that's what she said she used. And I just, it just stuck with me, yeah. On your face? Dove soap, yeah, that's it. 
Wow. That's like Tiffany. That's what Tiffany does too, Dove Soap. I am so high maintenance, it's insane. Like I get sent so many products, so I'm always trying out new shit, but I love a good scrub. I love um, Soap and Glory body wash. It smells so good. Or um, what's that one called? Bum Bum Cream. The yellow Bum Bum Cream body wash. Brazilian Bum Bum. So good. It smells so, so good. Um, and honestly, in the shower, I put it on scalding hot, the hottest it could get. And just take my time, listen to music, feel my fantasy, get clean before I pack on more mm-hmm. makeup. Scrub the spray tan off. Yeah, scrub. Yeah, shave. Just all that. Take your time. I'm not about the quickness unless I have to be and then that sucks. But uh, I have like no time to do any ritual. I, I mean, I do have a nighttime routine, but I won't bore you. My favorite thing is probably you to put like, a plunger ha- on the wall and just go to town, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right? And you let your dog watch. Definitely. Yep. It's a giving exhibitionist. You throw it's a dog. Crustables in the corner. And then he just cowers there and eats them. Licks the peanut butter out of the oh bread hole. Oh my god. And, and whimpers, that. please, please, please. We're here for the dog. Oh my god. And with that, let's take our third question. I'm dying. That's everything. Please keep that up. Hey, my name is Lexi. I'm 20 years old, and I am from Ringgold, Georgia, a really, really small town next to Chattanooga, Tennessee. And my question is, what is a style you wish that would just everyone could let go of, that you wish could just disappear and never, ever come back? I love you guys so much. Hi, Lexi. Love you, too. Thank you for calling in. My answer has to be right now, has to be oversized cardigans if i see another girl with leggings in a cardigan i can't i just can't i can't do it i can't it's like what we wore in high school that was 10 years ago enough please stop um gg you go next because willem has to go last because she's a fashion queen right this is such a good question for her i feel like honestly i not fashion well in la like the body is kind of a fashion statement the bbls of it all I'm so sick of seeing these over just like these beautiful girls get all this BBL surgery and just all this like huge ass, huge hips, like, and it just looks really trendy. And as we know, things go in and out of style all the time. Thick brows, thin brows, you know, flat boobs, big boobs. Um, So I'm just, I just think it's just BBL culture has got to go. It was cute for a minute. But I, I'm, I'm overseeing it all the time. Okay, but can we talk about your BBL story? What BBL story? <laughs> your BBL journey. I never got one. No, because the doctor said you had no fat. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh my God, is my jealousy showing? <laughs> no, that was, that was a year ago. So that I was hit up back a doctor then. and I said, I really want to get a little bit of lipo and I want to get it put in my butt like a BBL. And I sent little photos of pinching my fat. Of her and they pinching said, her what? fat. <laughs> You've asked me this too. What? About lipo. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, there's nothing they can do. Well, you know, there's stubborn areas you just actually can't get rid of. Sure. If you work out, I'm sure I could, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, I get it. You shouldn't have to. I just think the overdone, the overdoneness of it all is it's so overexposed. It's blown out. Everyone has the same. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, you know? I think I think I just like the iconic iconic beauty more, a little bit more natural. Like fuck with your face, not like with the, all the bodiness. 
Do you do you agree with that or no? Because you have a really like fat ass naturally. I think people should do whatever makes them happy with their bodies. But the the more you alter it, the more the gaze will people will get eyes on you so you have to be comfortable with like the extra attention that it's going to garner because it's always going to get attention oh yes you know so just be prepared for that maybe like i live for the show girls with all of it Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean i agree with that as well do what makes you happy yeah yeah for sure and like i love elective procedures like i had lipo when i was 19 and i've been saving for it since i was 17 i knew i was going to get a Really? Like I, need, I didn't know you I had it that it. young. Yeah, I I was like a heavy kid and I definitely had fat deposits that wouldn't go away. I had right. uh, man boobs for sure. I got like two liters sucked out of me. Wow. Is that above state limit? Because I was just talking to my girlfriend about lipo. I don't remember. And they only do so much. But I'm like, what if you pay for more? Like they won't do it? In California, they won't apparently. Really? Mm-hmm. This was 2002. In California. Uh, 2002 in California, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, maybe they went back. Or maybe it's just this doctor. What uh, fashion trend would you say? Fashion trend that I would like to go away. Um, I don't love butterfly clips. I love butterfly clips. Yeah, they always get caught in my hair and then tangled. I have curly hair. Okay, okay. Yeah, oh my God, her hair is so long. By the way, it's like down her ass. I love Empire Records and that kind of 90s. Mm -hmm. Like I'm here for some Doc Martens and like the Cranberries and like a little Fuji's. But I don't want butterfly. Okay. Okay. We hear you. Okay. Well, thank you, Willem, for coming on Queerified. N- thank you. Do you validate parking? Uh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Where can people find you? What's up? Give them everything. You can find me on my podcast, uh, Race Chaser and Hot Goss, every week, twice a week. Except we're taking two weeks off for Christmas. Same. It's our first time. We've, we haven't had, we haven't missed one in three years. Oh, three years. Wow. Yeah. So um, we're going to be doing YouTube. So you can find me on my YouTube. Find me there. Um, you can find me on OnlyFans. It depends how much you want to spend when you find me. Um, you can find me on Patreon. Where else can you find me? Twitter. My name's Willem on Instagram too. Just W-I-L-L-A-M. And that's it, I think, probably. That's fierce. Getting that name on Instagram. Yeah, it's that hard. was nice. Yeah. You got lucky. Well, you have been everything thank you for always just being the best let me try on this blue one. Oh yeah yeah. oh yes i have this in blue for willem i need to try it on should we take a matching photo in it yes that's going on the instagram that's going on the instagram that'll be on ig Mm -hmm. okay well um thank you for coming on yet again thank you and you just been queerified thanks for queerifying me merry Merry christmas Christmas. Thanks to our very, very special Christmas guest, Willem Belli, and thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Gigi Gorgeous and at Mark Maverick. And as always, Queerified is a presentation of Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. Happy holidays, and we'll see you on January 5th in two weeks. It's a podcast. I'll hear you January 5th, you dumb bitch. (laughs) 